0: Hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah. April 2nd, God is with us. Thank you, Father, for this great privilege to be with us. Yes, it's like a father to us, tender sympathetic to those who reference him. Matthew 3:17. The Bible described that dove, how that it descended upon Jesus. And there was a voice that followed, saying, this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. Hallelujah. All that we ask for is to please you. In this month of undeserved kindness, we please the Father, and we are introduced to undeserved kindness. We receive favor beyond what we can do. Yeah, we are connected to God beyond what we can do. We are Blessed, we are recipient of undeserved kindness beyond our works, our acts of service, we connect to that force, we connect to the ministry of undeserved kindness in the name of Jesus. Like we said yesterday, that when you say undeserved kindness, favor, it talks more of being, becoming than doing. When you talked about pleasing the man. It describes your doing. The Bible says concerning those young virgins, young women, that they pleased Hege. But Esther found favor. So the difference between pleasing and her final favor is that when you talk about pleasing, it talks more about the doing factor. But the the undis- un- undeserved kindness, favor speaks more about the being factor. By the force of grace, you become all that you need to become to receive that undeserved kindness. I speak to us that we become all that we need to become to be a recipient of the undeserved kindness. Hallelujah. I want to share with you the case study in John chapter 1, verse 19. It says, Now this is a testimony of John when the Jews sent priests. Hallelujah. The Jews sent priests. Now listen to this. I'm reading verse 19. Now this is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levite from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I'm not the Christ. Glory to God. The first step to answering that identity question is to know who you are not. What have you seen? Over time, what has been your experience, don't conclude on who you are based on the experiences you've had. Maybe there had been some childhood childhood experiences, unpleasant experiences, and you're about to label yourself who you are not. I speak to you this morning that you don't need to let situations determine who you are, you don't need to let events of life define who you are. Who you are is in Christ. You need to know who you are not to be able to answer the question of who you are. They asked John. They said, who are you? And he began by saying, I'm not the Christ. I'm not the Christ. The reason people fail is because they try to be who they are not. Don't let men call you who you are not. Now, look at verse 22. The Bible says, said, they asked him, are you Elijah? Verse 21. He said, I'm not. Are you the prophet? He said, I'm not. People will try to call you who you are not but it takes, it takes a step of faith. It takes confidence and boldness to tell them that you are not. Sometimes life challenges may want to push us to confessing the identity that does not belong to us, but we must just stick out our necks, whether it is working or not, even if who we are presently is not working. It doesn't seem to work even If it doesn't seem to work, for instance, you are are an entity as a minister or as God's child. Maybe it doesn't seem to work for you and you are going through a lot of heat. Don't let men tell you who you are not. Don't let men call you who you are not. For instance, uh, there's a lack in your life, scarcity. Don't let men label you a man of scarcity. You are a man of surplus. You are endowed with potentials. You have all that it takes for life and godliness. How can you define who you are? You define who you are based on the scriptures. Like a man who sees or looks at a mirror. It reflects who you are. The scriptures reflect who you are. Don't let situations be the mirror from which you perceive or see or envision who you are. Let the word of God be your standard. Let it be your mirror from upon which you will determine or describe who you are. Hallelujah. He calls the things that be not as though they were. So even what he calls you, if it doesn't look like experience right now, he will. you need to wait, you need to stand firm, you need to persevere until it becomes your reality, until your identity becomes your reality, until your identity is in sync with your reality. Based on your present situations now, You think it is against your name. It is opposed to your identity. But I want to say this again. You need to stay at it. Stay at what you are doing. As long as you are sure it is God's will. Until your identity is in sync with your reality. Hallelujah. What happened in verse 22? The Bible says, Then they said to him, Who are you? That we may give an answer to those who sent us. Whether you like it or not, if you are God's own chosen word, If you are going to be a prominent leader, prominent man or woman, men will need to talk about you. Hallelujah. We need to establish that fact. Men will have questions about you. Men will have questions about your call. That's why the scripture says, be ready to give an answer for anyone who asks you of the hope of your calling. So the second step is to know who you are so you may have an answer to your hearers. A lot of people have questions to ask you. There's no answer without a call. And there's no call without an identity. No one can introduce you better than yourself. There's no answer without a call. And there's no call without an identity. What has God called you to? There's an identity. Don't engage in identity clash. Don't let the situation around you determine your identity. You need to get it from identity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 23, the Bible says, He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. He did not trust men to introduce him. It was John that introduced himself. You need to know your unique voice, your unique power. I am that voice. There are a lot of voices in the world. But he specified, he said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. That was his call. That was his mandate. That was what made him stand out. That was his unique power, his unique voice. It's fine that you are a voice, but the question is what kind of voice? The voice of one crying in the wilderness. Listen to this. There's also a coverage of your voice. The scope of your voice, that is the location. The scope of your voice is a function of the uniqueness of your message. In the wilderness. John was meant to be in the wilderness because of the uniqueness of his message. And that the scope of his voice was a wilderness. What kind of voice does he have? The voice of one crying. Hallelujah. In the wilderness. Now there was a unique voice and there was a scope, a location. There was a location. There was a location for the message. I speak to you under the sound of my voice that your voice is heard. Mayen lebrosa. "'No more will men confuse other voices with yours. "'The uniqueness of your voice is unveiled.'" In the name of Jesus, uh, you have a specific voice, you have a unique voice, and you have a unique era. You also have a unique place. May you find those things, uh, may you find them because that these are the things, uh, these are criteria for successful ministry. You need to find your voice. Uh, and there are many voices in the world, but you need to know the uniqueness of your voice. Uh. Secondly, you need to know the scope of your voice to what extent. Uh, and that is what we're helping on to waste time with some people there. You have hearers, not every man is your hearer, not every woman is your hearer, hallelujah, this morning I break the gap between your voice, your, 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 I breathe the gap between your location and your hearers, I break the gap this morning, no more will you waste your voice and your words on people that don't matter, yes your hearers are connected to you, everything you need to do, every step you need to take to move closer to your hearer, you are taking those steps now in faith, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So that question of who you are, can you see how it was answered? The first thing you need to know who you are not. And that was what John established. After knowing who you are not, then you can answer the question of who you are. But how can you answer the question? You need to know your unique voice. You need to know your unique place your location, your scope, the scope of your voice, hallelujah glory to God and you need to connect to your hearers I pray in this season that you connect to your hearers, there are voices in the world a lot of things, everyone is a voice there are specific messages God has given us, we have unique calls, we have unique messages, you are always no matter who you are, you have a hearer, I speak to you that a gap is breached. you know what to say and how to say it to your hearer in this season, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. It's still the season of uh, light, and it's the month of undeserved kindness. I welcome you once again to Wonders Without Number with my wife, Manuel. If you're celebrating your birthday, wedding anniversary, you gave birth to a new baby boy or girl, a promotion at work, whatever it is you're celebrating, we are glad to be a part of your celebration, and we say that you have undeserved kindness in this season. God bless you, and have a good weekend. Amen.